0: Ready? It's the Meg, John, and Justin podcast. Yay. Yay! Woo! Woo! Here we are. We're
1: back. We uh, are. Sorry about the the um, like month off. off. Was <laughs> it a month off. oops Well, I was ill. You were ill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. So both we both working. had like. Yeah. Did you have flu? Was oh flu?
0: God, knows, Some horrible thing. Two That's, weeks off anyway. Yeah, I yeah.
1: had flu, and then I had to work for a living you know, I know money right? work damn their no eyes yeah yeah I've been teaching in a school uh, the last couple of weeks and I've been like facilitating discussions yeah. and not really saying very much myself but oh what does everyone think about this and what does everyone think about that which is, you know, really good quality sex and relationships education that It's is. the best. However, yeah. it means that I've been a bit pent up and I've got a lot of things to say. Have you? Well, that, we are going to say them. So I might be quite ranty in this Well, podcast. feel
0: free to go because I've been like L- LGBT history month, which is February. Mm. So I've just been like talking, 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 talking. Yeah. Like all month about a non-binary history. So yeah. I'm willing to be a bit quieter, let you talk a bit.
1: Chill. Yeah. Cool so picture the scene dear listener i'm lying down on one of mj's sofas MJ's on the other one and we're both looking out of the window and it's snowing yeah. the roof opposite is thick with snow the dormer window is laden with crisp white clouds of thickness of snow and the snow is coming down and it's kind of it's that thick snow that we know is going to settle.
0: It's just beautiful. It's swirling, swirling, massive flakes. And when it lands on you, you can see those separate little snowflakes yeah. as well. I've, I've
1: spotted a few. And I guess for us, this is like a bit of a pristine thing because as regular listeners will know, <laughs> we always talk about how we are from the northern parts of England. Up north. So this is like what we would call proper snow into. Proper
0: snow, proper snow, it's landed and everything.
1: It's landed, yeah. so it's like get the sledges out, we're going down <sighs> Darley Park. Sledging. And we'll watch some people on the two posh sledge uh, not break and actually go in the river, which is hilarious. <laughs> I'm on a bin bag. Are you be on a bin bag? Yeah. 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 So it's that proper kind of northern snow and it's uh, everything's quiet outside and it's all oh. muffled and inside the window frame there are some roses and there's a postcard which says the, the word love on it and I don't, we're feeling quite romantic aren't we we
0: are feeling romantic today I felt romantic from the start you've joined me in the romance you were grumpy as hell well I had initially.
1: to walk I had to walk through the snow <laughs> <laughs> that's not fun <laughs> Being out in the snow, yeah. that's not nice and romantic. You you walked through the door and I was sort of like,
0: oh, the snow, it's so wonderful. And we <laughs> were just like, sod the snow. <laughs> anyway, now we're here and we're watching the snow fall and we're lying down and it's just such a nice, such a nice thing. It's such a romantic thing. Yeah. Yeah. So and we thought
1: we'd talk about romance. That's right. What mm. is romance? What are romantic relationships? Yes. Um, because, but, yeah. I mean, we wouldn't say that we were in a romantic relationship, would we?
0: No, I mean, I guess people would generally say... They use romantic relationship as shorthand for, like, meaning... Cohabiting sexual partnership between mm. people who say, I love you... Yeah. And are kind of, yeah, love, loved up or whatever on each other. But I think
1: it's, it's, it bears some unpacking, doesn't it? Because, I think so. Yeah. I mean, we'd say that we're, like, busy mates and uh, colleagues... But like mm. we do romantic things. Yeah. Uh, I brought an extra croissant today. You did, and it was delicious. A chocolate one, and, and MJ hand
0: ground makes... you some coffee.
1: Oh yeah, the hand ground hand ground coffee. Yeah. That's uh, the really posh stuff as well. That's the good stuff, Monmouth. Yeah. If you're
0: listening, you can still sponsor the show, Monmouth Coffee, if you fancy That's it. That's right, Monmouth Coffee. We're willing to <laughs> not sponsoring this
1: podcast. <laughs> We're willing to mention you with great frequency if you do. <laughs> Monmouth comedy so yeah so we yeah. so we um, you know we support each other and we are there for each other and we confide mm-hmm. in each other but we so I guess we do romantic things but we don't define a yeah. romantic relationship
0: that makes me think of the golden girls <laughs> yeah. the theme tune thank you for being a friend yeah but like you know with the golden girls in a romantic relationship with each other. Uh with her friends, you know, with the with the people in Sex and City, are the people and girls in a romantic pe- relationship. I mean
1: some of them were family members in Golden Girls, weren't they? Yeah. So can you be I mean, a lot of there was, a very, and amusing, there was a very amusing There's a very amusing blog going around with gifts of all the best shade given by like the Golden oh, Girls. Oh, the, to all each the other. Girls Rock. Like they really were mean to each other <laughs> They but it were. came from a place of love. Fondance. apparently. Our
0: oh, teasing, you see, teasing would be one of my favourite romantic things. Right. Yeah. I find uh, that kind of teasing banter, like, just demonstrates to me a fondness and a, rom- a real, yeah, a really romantic feeling for somebody. Yeah. And to have that reciprocal teasing relationship mm. to me feels like a, it feels very affirming. Like the how strongly you have to feel for someone and how well you have to know them in order to do that. Yeah. Right. Hmm.
1: Well, I guess that's about kind of uh, leaping ahead in our notes. That's like about love languages, isn't it?
0: Yes. Well, this is it we want to get into yeah. in a little bit. It's like, yeah, what are the different ways that people like to have love expressed? Because that's a really good example of one that some people would hate
1: mm.
0: and I happen to love. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we should sort of... Um, one of the communities I think that's helped me think through this most helpfully is the aromantic community yeah and we talked quite a bit on the podcast about asexual community and mm-hmm. ace people but the aromantic community of people who are saying you know we just we need to separate out this kind of sex romance thing mm-hmm. but it's perfectly possible to be asexual person without being a romantic person mm-hmm. and actually a lot of arrow people or aromantic people really struggle with the fact there's so much expectation that if they're yeah. going to have sex with someone that they are going to want a romantic relationship yeah. and just like asexual people face all that pressure oh well you are sexual really or you've just not met the right person Mm. or maybe i can convince you i think a lot of arrow people really get that too of like you know if they've had sex with somebody or expressed sexual attraction that person kind of trying to subtly force them into a romantic relationship which is not what they're looking for
1: definitely and Mm -hmm. i suppose that's the thing there where we need to talk about the societal expectations around and pressures around romantic relationships that are being resisted there because i think
0: yeah i think there's a, you know, where we might be kinda of getting to a point where we don't accept non consensual sexual behaviour, I think mm-hmm. we're a long way off thinking about Consent and romantic behaviour. Yeah. Um. You know what well, we've talked before about how it's a staple of romantic comedy to do very non-consensual things, like turning up at someone's door with a bunch of signs and exactly <laughs> you know, following someone around the country or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and like convincing somebody to um, to go out with them in terms of like you know seduction, but also like trying to win somebody back and yeah, make, you know, make somebody be in a relationship when they don't want to be, and convincing people to yeah remain in a romantic relationship so
0: i mean it's to the point that you know an a romantic a romantic person might be even cast as the bad guy for not kind of responding yes. romantically when somebody they've got a sexual relationship with decides that they should want to be in that kind of romantic or kind of relationship escalator type relationship.
1: That's right. It's Mm -hmm. always that that person is often portrayed as being emotionally distant and emotionally illiterate and Mm -hmm. just not able to, you know, somebody to be avoided and actually it's just not what they want. Yeah,
0: and maybe they're right into friendship or collegiate relationships or relationships with companion animals or all kinds of other kinds of love, you know, again, going back to those Greek... Love, lang- love types Ideas. that you often talk about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just they're not particularly into the romantic
1: one. And there are the other um, messages we receive about romance about uh, you have to find your one and you have to be completed by the other person and you don't. And the idea that your entire reason for existing is to find another person and to settle down with them and live with that person. Yeah, and that's uh, they're incredibly strong messages that make people who are aromantic or don't want romantic relationships. Essentially, feel very crap about themselves exactly. because it's the, the stigma that people receive for not being in a romantic relationship or not wanting a romantic relationship is, mm-hmm. is huge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I guess this opens up the idea because of um, that aromantic people can have very deep um, fulfilling relationships with people that yeah. may or may not be sexual but also asexual folk can have Deep, fulfilling relationships with people that may be romantic but not be sexual. Yeah, what is a romantic relationship? Yeah, what does it look like? Yeah.
0: and, and plenty of people beyond um, aromantic people are having sexual relationships that aren't romantic, like exactly. casual sex, friends with benefits, hookups, mm-hmm. for um, various forms of sex work, <laughs> and various forms of sex in relationships. you know it might be sex even within a romantic relationship using that broad definition, mm. but like you know not necessarily feeling romantic while you're having the sex you know
1: No, for a lot of people, that wouldn't be that, that for a, if they were having to have kind of romantic Mm. So I guess what would romantic sex be, it would be like holding the other person's head and then staring deep into their eyes and saying, I love you a lot during it.
0: Yeah, which is not, I mean, you know, Esther Perel talks about that kind of sh- trickiness of getting warmth and heat in yeah. the same place. And for a lot of people, that kind of warmness is... Opposite to kind of hate yeah. of passion, although for some people they would come together. Yeah. And again, it's like all of that's okay. It's like one of those important things yeah. to just tune into how it is for you. Yeah. But it's really tough, again, if you're in a relationship where one person wants romantic sex and the other person, you know, romance turns them off the sex. Um, for a lot of people they might want to have the sex and then the romance you know as a kind of the cuddling afterwards kind of bit
1: exactly Yeah, I think that's another thing there about how we pathologise any sex that is seen as not being romantic or not in some way deeply well, in, in not some way born out of a deep loving mm. Bond of connection, with people, yeah. You
0: know? But it's a funny conversation to have as well because you know, like we're we're trying to we're using romance in this very narrow way, but also talking about broadening it out because if you broaden out what you mean by romance, then that all kinds of different forms of sex could be really romantic. You yeah. know, like it could be romantic to do much more hardcore kink or something. You know,
1: that's right. Yeah. And sometimes we're talking about romance and in inverted commas, and other yeah. times we're not. Yeah. But sadly, this is a podcast oh so you, you can't, can't see, see our inverted commas see. so you're going to have to insert some inverted commas somewhere.
0: every time we've used the word romance or romantic put inverted commas around Yeah. <laughs> anyway but yeah I think expanding it out is a really good thing to do mm. to think yeah what what can romance be yeah. in a much wider, just like we expand out sex right so we we ask all the time in our book enjoy sex how and and if you want to oh, well done you know. <laughs> you know we encourage people to, to to really think about the erotic in its widest sense don't we yeah um which i i think is a really useful idea is like expanding neurotic imagination yeah um so could we expand expand the romantic imagination
1: yeah i mean could we are, are the so i guess that would mean thinking about the many different ways that we could do that we could be romantic towards a person or even expanding our own definition of what romance means mm. again we have these um these kind of signifiers and symbols of romance that are given to us by media and culture mm. uh red roses and mm-hmm. fires and blazing love blazing love fires. fires coming in
0: from the cold with the chocolates
1: and, yeah handhold public displays of affection mm-hmm. and actually if we can expand what i mean a lot of people don't like some of those things that's why we need to talk about love languages yeah people can be allergic to roses exactly oh they're mm. prickly yeah they're they've prickly. got thorns yeah I mean, roses aren't my favorite flowers i have to say no
0: me though actually right what do you, what do you like don't know yeah i have a
1: favorite flower i know what i don't like <laughs> typical <laughs> that's me all over, <laughs>
0: it's you all over. i like a forget me now personally Oh, I can't. Oh, I they're, that. they're little carnations that smell of cloves. I like those, but I mostly because they smell of cloves and I like cloves.
1: See, if I was being romantic towards yeah. you, I'd remember that. You would, and, and buy me forget me nots. But I've already forgotten forget okay. me nots that smell of cloves.
0: No, no, the forget me nots don't smell of cloves. They're, they're those little blue ones, forget me nots, but um, I've said it so many times now that words stopped having any meaning
1: forget me not. You see, if <laughs> I, think I was I made being. made up? I'm thinking, like, have I made it up now? Is that a fake flower? see what's happening to me here right now mj is that if <laughs> yeah. i was being romantic towards you i'd yeah. be remembering this and only it if on my phone. right only if that was your particular
0: love language though <sighs> right yes right because like it might be for me that one of the things i most like to receive in terms of romantic love is that when people remember something and surprise you with it six months later yeah it might be that, that completely creeps me out yes oh my that god you were scrutinizing people. me so much that you remembered that thing i said in some random conversation and now i'm really scared you know but other
1: people might really like that exactly
0: yeah
1: the thing that i was going to talk about there though is that uh, mm. i would remember that i'm feeling like too lazy because i'm lying down on your sofa mm. and i'm well comfy and i'm having like a kind of i'm in the kind of mood of like just being like I kind of want to do me during this podcast a little bit as well. Because today feels like a day off for me. Yeah. So I'm kind of looking at the snow and I'm paying attention to what you're saying Mm. for the podcast. But I'm also taking care of myself and being romantic towards myself, I think.
0: Ah, which we're going to get
1: to in a moment as well.
0: But again, one of my love languages could be that I particularly enjoy facilitating a space where someone chills the fuck out. Yeah. Right? In which case, I'm really you know in a romantic sense getting off on this right now that you've come into my house and now here you are all super relaxed
1: and chill i'm really loving that you're holding that space for me and right. and i'm feeling very comfortable mm. and it's nice i think that is one of my love languages right yeah and sometimes it's one of my love it's definitely one of my love languages for people to do that for me sometimes yeah
0: But that's so important because, you know, I think that, like you said, we've got all these cultural scripts about what counts as romantic and all of those things could be something somebody really doesn't like. Yeah. Um, We have this real assumption that romance should be kind of articulated in certain ways. Mm. Um, You know, like gift-giving, that's one I really struggle with. I just don't find it very easy generally to kind of come up with good gifts for people. Um, But... You know, is it possible for someone to say like that's not a that's not a way that I'm very good at expressing love? However, you know, these are the ways I like to express it. Yeah, I don't like that pressure around like birthdays and Christmases to come up with something. No, I suppose I'd be more likely to kind of see something and it reminds me of someone and then give them. I like that more spontaneous gift giving. Yeah, yeah,
1: and yeah. Some people, I mean, I find it difficult getting kind of random presents from people because. Mm. I'm quite picky about things that I like and I live in a very small flat. Yeah, you um, don't have a
0: lot of space for stuff. No. But you create stuff for people and that feels like a lovely, that's one of your love languages, is yeah. more of like a creating gift for people rather than buying
1: stuff. I mean, the thing is, I don't ask them whether they want that. I just kind of, <laughs> I give them that. So it's all, that's also a thing that I'm going to meet there because yeah. that's a thing I enjoy doing. Well, that's it with, with
0: you know, give, gifts of romantic love. Often, you know, it is about, the, the giving giving the kind of love we enjoy expressing is giving us something as well isn't it yeah but I suppose consent wise it can be wise to kind of check that your that your love languages mesh up in any particular relationship that you're giving and getting
1: exactly yeah
0: the ones that you both enjoy giving and getting
1: yeah mm. and that's we've got more about this in our zine haven't we we uh, do <laughs> make your own relationship user guide yes available now for two pounds fifty
0: yes um. A bargain.
1: It is a bargain. A veritable bargain. It's meant to be. It's that cheap because it's meant for the uh, for the general public. Yes. It's you know not that cheap that we're you know that uh, you know if you're a therapist buying it. Yeah. Please consider you know giving us a lot more money for training courses. Yeah, you're things. very
0: welcome, to, you're pay very welcome to book us for In fact, more things. One of our love, one of our receiving love languages is to receive a decent amount of payment for the uh, labour that we put into
1: the things that like we
0: produce. That. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, so moving on before yeah, yeah. so um, so there are lots of different. So and also public displays of affection come into this as well oh my so god some, some people hate people like that. those some people really hate those I'm
0: not, I'm not big on the handhold I, oh I like a little I mean they change over time right actually I'm noticing Mm. I don't mind being a little bit more tactile these days and I think that's probably because I'm better able to articulate when I don't want it so I'm more happy to receive it yeah certainly in the past I've really hated that because it just feels like such an obligation to keep hold of somebody's hand when you don't really want to
1: yeah I mean it's also it's so loaded with Mm. the idea around ownership
0: that yes, stuff. that's and how it feels to me And often. it's so gendered. Yeah, yeah.
1: And also, it's so, it has to be, it's so hetero. Mm. Like, you know, it's so easy for me to hold my girlfriend's hand. Yeah. Yeah, any of my friends who aren't in heterosexual couplings would yeah. find it really challenging, really difficult thing to
0: do. Yeah, and then that's, that's really tough when, you know, you, you've got the privilege to be able to do something and you just do it without thinking about it. Yeah.
1: yeah exactly. Uh, and I wouldn't hold hands with any of my friends.
0: Mm. Yeah. You
1: know, so, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm able to do romantic things with my friends. Yes. So, it's like, uh, so there's a difference there between it, the status of a, in inverted commas, romantic relationship mm. and the ability to do romantic things with other people, which yeah. is kind of like a different.
0: Well, it made me always think about tactileness with friends, mm. you know, and thinking about what kinds of touch do you feel quite nice in a friendship and maybe allowing a, that a bit more. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think it's a really good idea in any relationship to have a bit of a conversation. Mm. Um, You can look up the love languages online. Gary Chapman came up with this love languages idea that we've been talking about um, and came up with five particular love languages that were fairly common ones that people had or didn't have and again they could have different ones that they enjoyed giving versus receiving it could change over time mm. but i think you can add so many more of your own you yeah. know as well but it's just a really good one to think through um, in terms of yeah what you what, and 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 yeah sort of getting beyond the whole idea of romance entirely isn't it and just saying you know this is like what i like expressed in different relationships regardless
1: i mean that's the thing i um I had uh, so somebody asked me about my how somebody asked me about my dating life yeah. recently or like late last year actually, mm. and um, you know you had any good dates recently? And I was saying, well, my best dates this year have been with friends.
0: Yeah. And
1: so I had really romantic feelings towards friends of mine. Yeah. That you know that were very clearly you know friends, but we're just out the two of us and we're having mm. nice beer and nice food and we're really enjoying the conversation and kind of yeah the the we're we're both kind of um feeding off each other's joy for everything that's happening at the moment yeah. the food and the drink in the conversation and oh. everything's like and it's really lovely there's a lot of eye contact and yeah it felt very connected mm-hmm. and it felt very romantic yeah and that's um they were in the context of a friend relationship and yeah. you know if we think about broadening out our concepts of romance and thinking about what romantic feelings are and and mm. when they come in that might make us well, it might help us to value different kinds of relationships more as well right yeah
0: definitely and I think that's a really that's a really good aspect of it. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, it's that's very much my experience as well. It's uh, you know, especially people you don't see so often. It can be really romantic to just let yourself really plunge into some time with them um yeah and just enjoy each other and very sort of being really grateful and appreciative for what they are in your life and the kind of the sides of you that come out with that particular person and vice versa
1: exactly Mm. and it's i think i got this from um your really excellent book rewriting the rules thank you second Second edition out
0: (laughs) news very soon
1: when's the when's that coming Uh,
0: i think like spring yeah, it's about, nearly
1: spring. Yeah, Spring's well, tomorrow. I don't know. It doesn't
0: look like spring out there at the moment. But no. <laughs> it's just, like, yeah, no, it's just out soon. You can certainly pre-order it on Amazon at the moment. I didn't even or know that. anywhere else.
1: Yeah. Hello, I'm ill for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many things have changed since uh, you took to your bed, Justin. <laughs> um, so, Yeah get that because it's a brilliant book but in that book you talk about the concept of what if we treat our romantic partners like friends and our friends like romantic oh yeah yeah and what would the difference be there Mm. and so the difference would be that with friends we could make time to sit with somebody and to have like you know a one-on-one for example dinner or a Mm. date with a friend when we're spending a lot of time with that person as i was describing earlier yeah um and so then if we're doing that Mm. and we're kind of almost aiming for like romantic situations then really that starts to question what is a romantic relationship anyway if we're, if yeah. we're able to have romantic time well, this with is anybody a, this is where it's sort
0: of similar to if you start that realm of thinking of like well okay we don't have to be sexual you know asexual people aren't sexual you can have all kinds of different kind of contact with people but then we start to unpack well what is sex anyway mm. we start to think well erotic can mean this massively broad range of things so in fact it's like you know what's really useful is to think about just the ways you like to connect with people that might be erotic or sensual or just have something Mm. exciting in it and we can do that same thing for romance yeah like yeah you don't have to have romance at all and what if we expand out romance to be mm. this really broad category of stuff that you can have in all kinds of relationships? Yeah, um, you know, it's about what like about connection, about warmth, about fondness, mm-hmm. about you know, really enjoying somebody's presence, appreciating somebody, whatever whatever it is for you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Just slowing
1: down and being present with that person. Yes,
0: yeah, totally. And then that leads us on to the last bit, I guess, which is when we expand out the erotic we start to really encompass solo sex as one form of sex or erotic contact and we could do the same for romance. So what is solo romance?
1: Yeah. And I guess that's like going beyond self-care, which is, you know, we've talked about a lot and self-consent, although it's included in that, but it's like romancing ourselves is kind of like uh, going beyond that. It's... it's, um
0: Like really making time for yourself and Mm. being present with yourself... Um, I guess the people who have the real finger on this one are kind of solo polyamorous people yeah I mean there is you can probably be solo monogamous as well the The solo part is about like seeing yourself as a primary relationship, yeah, so whether or not that 's solo monogamy, you see yourself and that other person in your mm. life as a as primary relationships or solo polyamory where you see yourself and multiple people as primary relationships but you are in there yes so it's like how do you treat yourself as a primary relationship yeah. how do you you know do you give yourself a date night yeah that's something I do like every week yeah I have a date night with myself in the diary yeah. yeah mostly to have a curry and watch horror movies which is kind of my preferred thing to do on a date night with another person as well actually
1: yeah yeah I mean, I really love uh, QNIs with myself. Quiet night in.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 Q&A. yeah, yeah. Me too. Date night is generally a night in. I mean, I like going to the cinema on my own sometimes. Yeah. But mostly, date night would be a night in. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think there's a difference between. I I live by myself, so there's a difference between sometimes kind of spending time by myself, and I'm just like recovering. Oh yeah. Or just like yeah, you know, either recovering from illness or from uh, from working, or just like slouching. But then looking forward to uh a q and i and and saying Mm. thinking okay what am i gonna have for dinner yeah or am i gonna go out for dinner and then go to the pictures or something like just seeing it not as a kind of default option because there's no one else around but thinking i'm gonna really enjoy this time yeah
0: well for me it's about actually establishing an evening where everyone else is out or even asking them to let me have the house for that evening so that i can just do me you know on that evening and, yeah yeah dance yeah in the living room have a hot bath you know whatever yeah.
1: bath. My bath bath I did a very northern bath. Bath, I did a southern bath but I've corrected <laughs> it to a northern bath yeah my friend is very good at this as well yeah. they kind of buy themselves gifts you know yeah get very excited about it arriving and trying it on or using it or something yeah. and it's like because the, um and they also are they go to the cinema a lot they have a cinema pass and they mm. go to the movies by themselves because it's a thing they really enjoy doing
0: it is a lot of fun they go being. for a nice
1: dinner yeah it's
0: really nice being in the cinema by yourself or taking yourself away for the weekend you know like yeah, yeah. that's something I will do is like you know go to one of my favourite kind of country places and have a night you know away at a and b or something
1: you see for me that would probably be a bit too much so I kind of can't mm. that would be too much time by myself I guess but we'll have to we'll make our own we're not suggesting yeah. that there's a rule book oh, on how to no. do this but, but it's, it's just some the, out some ideas really yeah. isn't it but it's the ability to make some time for yourself or not even if it's not time but just the ability to create time or resources or energy mm. for yourself mm-hmm. as a way of treating yourself romantically like yeah. um
0: and it cultivates, you know, just as treating other people romantically cultivates the love within those relationships, this can cultivate a kind of love for yourself. Um, what's that called by the Greeks? Philousia. Oh, right, a bit of that, bit of Philousia, which is one of the ones we find the most hard right, in our culture, in Super our neoliberal hard. capitalist culture. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's not big on that, so, yeah, <laughs> good to have a bit more of that going on.
1: We will talk about Queer Eye at some point. We
0: are going to, I've got to watch it first, but yeah. I will be don't worry Oh, I'm, it's coming yeah it's coming <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean I think it opens up more than it closes down and I'm kind of in love with everyone on the show but we'll talk about it in. The, we will Bro, which the
0: brings us on to the topic of romance, <laughs> romantic relationships
1: well I mean that's the yeah. thing and um, the I was t- I've, that's uh, at the school I've been at this week I've been working with young men and we've been talking about this very topic like nice. what is you know romance yeah. and the ability to um, for guys to be nice to other guys and how actually you know I was uh, thinking that actually in I was listening to a conversation these guys were having in a discussion group and I was thinking well I think sometimes guys being able to support each other and to be nice to each other is actually a really like one of the more feminist things that they could do yeah, because so many women are so sick and tired of being the mm, person, the poor, poor for all the emotional other, labour yeah. for, mm-hmm. for men, or people of other genders too, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, I was thinking, well, well, so I was suggesting to these guys, you know, how can we, how can you be nicer to each other and support each other? Mm. And that's what Queer Eye is all about, really. And it's... Um, it's
0: brilliant. And also yeah. relates to our, our gen- general topic of consent, because, you know, part of the problems around masculinity and consent are... A lot of men being in a very non-consensual world with each other a lot of the time, and in institutions that have kind of grown up. And uh, you know, it's you know, masculinity and competitiveness get like put together like that, don't they? Yes. Yeah. Like so, you know, if you're surrounded by a non-consensual culture, it's much harder to be consensual. Whereas if you're kind of building consent into men's relationship with men, that's got to be a good step forward, right?
1: Exactly. Mm. And so, if we can open up opportunities for men to be romantic with each other, yeah, in that way. Mm. and to really enjoy spending time with each other and to be there for each other
0: yeah and to be able to be affectionate or, each other, or emotional yeah exactly that's mm-hmm.
1: also romance right
0: yeah totally yeah yay romance that we've just yeah. come round to yay romance <laughs> if, we, if mean, we broaden it out yay if it's very narrow and limited not so yay I mean yeah
1: <sighs> keeping romantic relationships as the most important kind of relationships and keeping that creating that hierarchy no no broadening out the idea of romance and how we might be romantic with other people in ways that are nice and nurturing mm-hmm. and uh, with lots of different kinds of relationships.
0: Yeah. Yay. Yay. so thumbs up happening <laughs> over there. And if it's not quite so completely laid out anymore. You've, you've sat up a little bit. You might be a little bit more energised there. Oh, you're going to get romantic by a cat as well. That's well, just
1: what's happening now. I do sometimes feel romantic towards cats. Do
0: you? Yeah. You know, Bar- it is Barney's, Barney's just come and sat next to Justin just for for at cat
1: yeah well what a podcast this has been <laughs> it has um, <laughs> if you've enjoyed this uh, do you listen we to us
0: we, we're ending we need to do a yeah, whole like yeah. Getting... yeah so you can catch us on Twitter at Meg John Justin yeah. you can catch us on Facebook forward slash Meg John Justin Correct. you can catch yeah. us on our website Meg dot com you can catch us on SoundCloud <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I'm not quite sure how you do that. Uh, forward slash Mac John Justin, okay. <laughs> where you can subscribe to this this podcast and like it. If you like us on iTunes, please. Oh yeah, do you like us on iTunes? That'd be nice.
0: Or like us on Goodreads. Enjoy sex, however if you want to. Or like us on Amazon. Like, just yeah. like, just like, 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 like. That we'd find that very rom- romantic.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a, a love of... language we appreciate. Well, we get really lovely messages from people lo- uh, loving our stuff on it's the Twitters nice. and things, and it is it does. It makes my uh, it makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah, me too. Which I guess is romance. Right, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, and also it really helps us if you like and subscribe and and review things. It really really helps us. It does,
0: yes, because the the things that bring, that bring in money would be the book and the zines. Um, so yeah, it's great if people get pointed at those. And, and we just, as well, as enjoying the podcast.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and we want to get the the. The the good stuff out there, don't we? We hope our stuff is good. Sorry, I'm being distracted by the cat again. Oh, she's oh, still she on you know, <laughs> something like a big cuddle. Let's talk about romance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, it's cold outside. I think a little bodily warmth at hey, such don't times. Ruin it, but... <laughs> right. Okay. Bye for let's now. end it. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: bye, bye. <laughs>